I finally worked up the courage to ask one of them, would you be interested in starting a babysitting co-op with me? And it was like, I mean, it was like she'd just been waiting for somebody to ask about this. <laughs> Who doesn't wish for more and better babysitting for their cute little monsters? I mean, children. Hi, I'm Kendall Young founder of Digs, a local real estate company where we focus on building community. This is the Love Your Digs podcast. Love it! And today, we're going to be speaking with Aaron Beck, founder of WANA, and a brilliant web app that helps parents connect with other parents who want to trade babysitting services. But before we do this, let's just jump into a quick marketing minute. Today in the Glendale La Crescenta Valley area, our hot hoods is single family dwellings in La Crescenta under 800,000. If you're somebody who has uh, something like that to sell, you want to jump on this bad wagon because honestly, that market is overheated. The second hot hood is going to be condos and townhouses in Glendale. The seller indicators in that particular market are off the hook good. So if you've got one of those to sell, put it on the market. Let's do this before the holidays kick in and the market changes. How will it change? I don't know. That's telling the future. But this is what we have right now. Hot hoods, single family dwellings in La Crescenta and condos in Glendale. That's your marketing minute. Now, let's find out from Aaron how to get those babysitting services. Hey there, Aaron. I'm, thank you so much for coming on our podcast. Um, thank you. You and I met under the strangest of circumstances. Essentially, you and I met in a in a bar, right? In a basement bar. <laughs> the basement bar. I know, right? One of those things where you have to go downstairs in the basement and it's all hush hush. Um, <laughs> and, and and we were in a contest, we uh, right? And we were trying to come up with a tech company around, what was it? Some objects or something. We had, we had the it best time. Like a flashing light rubber banded tool. It was, it was it, yeah, yes. And, and, and you were totally okay with following me on absurdity, which, which, which I loved. And so which is how we met. And when you told me that you you essentially run a, a, an app that is a babysitting co-op, I was just like, what the what? It, it, like, seriously, <laughs> free babysitting through an app, which sounds so weird, but like everybody needs babysitting, right? Uh, th- I think so. <laughs> I think so. So, so I, I want to jump into this. How do I get? Well, I don't need any more. But how do people get free babysitting from people that they would be willing to have with their children? Right? Because that's kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to get into that for a second. But you did not start out as a child care professional, right? That is very true. Yeah. Okay. So, so how do you, so, so what did you do for your job before you did this? So before this, I was at SpaceX. SpaceX. Um, Yeah. Okay. Uh, Yeah. That that makes the science fiction nerd really happy. (laughs) And it, and it was, it is like a paradise for science fiction nerds. It's like every day you go to work and you make the things happen that you saw on Star Trek when you were a little kid. 
Including and the transporter beam? I want a transporter beam. <laughs> okay, never mind. Okay, so you worked at SpaceX. It's a ha- as a haven for sci-fi nerds. Yay. Very much. And what did you do there? I did a number of different things. By the time I was finishing up, um, I was working in the control room as a mission director. So it's like if you saw Apollo 13 yeah. and the guy with the white vest who says yeah. failure is not an option. I did that job for the Dragon spacecraft that resupplies cargo to the International Space Station. So you're the guy who talks the astronauts through the massive mechanical failure that is going to surely blow up the entire space capsule. Um, <laughs> and from there, it's, so like, you know, you're like the ultra space nerd. And, and from there you said, you know what, I think I'm going to do babysitting. Absolutely. That, that's, that's exactly how it happened. Well, it was, <laughs> the, so when I had my daughter, and that's really, that's really what it comes down to is I became a mom. And SpaceX was unbelievably supportive of me as a new parent. But despite that fantastic corporate culture around parenting, I still didn't feel like I had enough time at home. So um, I gave it a shot. I wanted more time. And so I left and said, I am going to be a stay-at-home mom. And if I'm really lucky, I will start my own fully mobile uh, digital nomad company on the side that supports us as a family while I get to be at home raising my... Is that seriously what you thought? I'll stay home and, and be a mom and develop an app? Yeah, and, but I didn't ah. know what to do. And so for the first year, I'm like, oh, I'll do this, I'll do this, I'll do this. And I didn't do any of it because being mom. a mom is full-time <laughs> times 10. Yeah. And I had, you know, they, they tell you that, but you don't really understand it until you're, you're really doing it. And when she was about, when she was 14 months old, I was finally at this place where I was really ready to recapture some of the identity that I had had before becoming a parent. Um, because I felt that that would make me a better teacher and a better example. I could be a community leader. I could have great relationships with my friends and my spouse. I could uh, change things in my community and, and teach her through that. And I could only do that if I could get out of the house on occasion. <laughs> and because I did not have a normal stable job, I couldn't afford the childcare. Right. Um, I mean, I think a lot of, even people who do have a quote unquote normal stable job feel like they can't afford childcare. They're, you know, whatever they have is taken up with just childcare while they're at work and there's no child, there's no money left over for childcare so that they can do something independent, like a date night or something. Right. And I never knew that according to the Red Cross, 52% of families never hire a babysitter ever. 52%. So over half of families in the U.S. never hire a sitter. They rely on living really close to their family or they ask awkward favors from friends or like a lot of us, they just don't go out at all. Um, And a lot of that is stemmed in the cost for babysitting now is $15 or more per hour for just one kid pretty much nationwide. And that's like twice the federal minimum wage. You can throw out all sorts of statistics about it, but the bottom line is it's just expensive. And it's not that, go ahead. I'm going to say, it's not only that it's expensive, 
we live in an age of social media where everybody can can broadcast their personal fears. And it's like being on Facebook sometimes is like, you know, spending all day in WebMD. Oh my God, that could happen to me. Oh my God, that could happen to me, right? And so, you know, we I, I feel like we've become a very fearful nation, which has got to extend uh, into fear of who I would park my kids with. Yeah. And that was a big one for me as well. It was so much so that I, there was one week I needed a sitter. Um, I flew all the way home. My family lives in the Midwest. I flew all the way home for a week so that I could get sufficient childcare to get the work done that I needed to do. Oh my God. Because I That's trusted my mom. Isn't that insane? That's um, extreme. And so there, there's two parts. There's a safety aspect. And then there's this aspect of uh, a fear to ask. I mean, when you look on Facebook and you see everyone in their perfect lives and everyone is self-sufficient and stable and you think, well, what is it that's so hard for us that it's not that easy? And mm. is it really okay for me to ask for help from my friends and build a community? Got and it. it so was the assumption that the bright, shiny lives that you see of people that you're friends with and that you already trust is so bright and shiny that you can't ask them to help you out in your not so shiny life. And so you're just kind of stuck in this, in this, uh, in this place of, I, I have needs. I don't know if I can ask for them and I don't know if they can really be fulfilled. Um, and that was very much where, where we were. And I was, I was at the playground, um, with some friends that was a very mommy friends. Um, and every, every day at the playground, all of the parents of toddlers and infants come together to play and the rec center hosts this play group. And I'm looking around going, no, wait a minute. I know these wonderful parents. I've now spent a year and a half getting to know them and their kids, their style of care. Um, I see how much they love the kids and interacting with mine and our kids are friends. And I really think that these parents are just like me. I think they probably need help like I do. I think they probably want companionship like I do, socialization for their kids like I do. And I finally worked up the courage to ask one of them, would you be interested in starting a babysitting co-op with me? And it was like, it was like she'd just been waiting for somebody to ask her this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why did it? Why did you have to screw up the courage? I mean, I know my own story. Why did you have to screw up the courage to ask? I was shy. Meeting new parents is almost like dating, <laughs> right? It is. You're like, oh, are they going to like me? Or well, what if they don't like my house? Or do they like the way I parent? It's a very vulnerable situation to be in. But And this is something I think that's a great thing about social media is in a lot of these parenting forums, they preach a lot of you know, do what you need to do, be the best parent you can be. We're all trying our hardest, and that's, that's what counts. Right. Um, and... I've been really buoyed and supported by that. And I think that's one of the things that helped give me courage was, you know, we, we are all doing the best we can and let's really reach out to one another and support each other in that in real time, in real life and not just. Okay. So that, so that brings me to asking you uh, what people have been waiting almost 10 minutes to hear. (laughs) How do we get 
free babysitting from people we trust and not feel like an asswipe. <laughs> so we took this co-op and we moved it online and we built a web app out of it. And it is called WANA, W-A-N-A, the WANA Family Network. And we're based in Los Angeles, but it's open nationwide. And there's there's so many different ways to get involved. Whatever your comfort level is, whatever you're most excited about at the moment, the the baseline is we you find us online. We're at wanafam.ly. That's W-A-N-A-F-A-M dot L-Y. And from there, you can do lots of things. You can sign up directly for the platform and find families near you with shiny, happy photos that have safety features in your home that you care about. And you can send them a message and say, would you like to meet at the zoo? Which is usually how I start my new friendships. Um and or you could find an informal play group also from the website. And we have those nationwide as well. We base them on Facebook and it's a place where you can just informally get to know people through play dates. And then mm-hmm. if that forms into a sit swap relationship later, great, but no pressure. Mm-hmm. Um and and that's 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 the way to get started. I'm doing one actually I have one in a couple of days. Um that I'm really, really excited about. So my friends can go celebrate their wedding anniversary. Oh, that's so nice. (laughs) So the other part that I liked about your idea is the concept that, you know, I might have a circle of friends, say, from the preschool or from, you know, other things. And yet I, I, I feel like I've, I, I work all the time and I don't really have the ability to reciprocate, uh, by watching their kids, but I need somebody to help me watch mine. I mean, your seem to kind of ha- your solution kind of seemed to handle that as well. Yeah, it does because that's a reality for so many of us. I and mean, even for myself, I find that I'm often I need maybe two sitters a week. Um, and the average for families is about two two sitters per month. Um, so I'm definitely also kind of more in your shoes. And what you can do, so the the system works on points where points represent hours. And when you join the site, you get a whole bunch of points for free and you can just start sitting right away. You earn points back by sitting for other families. And if you don't have time to sit for other families, you can just buy the points. And we price them so that you can get them at much less than the market rate. Because to me, the important part is everyone can find care that is affordable for them. So you can still come onto the site and buy points, um, but it doesn't have to be as much as what you would normally be spending for a traditional But what's sitter. the point of the points? The points are something that you have to give of value to the families who are babysitting for you. So when someone sits for you, you give them these points for the number of hours that you um, that they were watching your child, and then they can use those points for babysitting for themselves. So everybody gets access to whatever so currency they need for the care that they need. So it's almost like cha- it's like almost like creating a babysitting currency. Mm-hmm. Very you much so. Either, right, you can either buy points or earn points, and then you use points to get more babysitting from other people in the network. That is a hundred percent true. And then keep an eye on us for next year. It'll be something we launch at the end of next year. Um, but we're currently forming partnerships with local businesses and membership groups that you'll also be able to cash out your points towards experiences that make being a family just 
awesome. Um, so if you are one of those heroes that ends up with a surplus of points, we'll have ways that you can give yourself a reward at the end of the week. Okay, so I, I, I this is such a new concept. It, it's hard for me to really wrap my head around it. Do you have like I don't know a story of someone that uh, encountered the Wana network that had a problem and and how maybe they were able to solve their child sitting problem? There was one that was really personal to me because it was so similar to a problem that we had also had that, that we were able to solve. And her daughter just didn't really care for babysitters. Um, if she was left with a beautiful adult, gorgeous and caring and, and just the best nanny that you could hope for, it just didn't matter. She was just so sad to be away from her mom. Mm -hmm. And she approached um, me for a sit. And we found that with our kids playing together, the, her daughter was totally at ease and was perfectly happy to be away for a little bit. And she was having fun and she had a playmate and she was like, you know, I haven't been able to be comfortable with somebody watching her because I knew she was just going to be sad the whole time. And now I see that she doesn't want to go home. <laughs> what, what, a, what an awesome thing. And so it's a, that you so much of so much of parents not necessarily wanting to have a sitter is that guilt to feel, well, I'm away and they're sad. And, and she's like, I don't have that guilt anymore. Now because it's not a, it's not a babysitter. It's a play date, right? It's not a babysitter anymore. It's a play date. What a cool thing. And they're in, and, and these girls are like best friends now. And what a special thing to have it too. A best an amazing friend. Thing. So it yeah. sounds, it sounds less like a, like a babysitting service. And it sounds more like you're building a community. That's exactly, that is exactly what it's been for me. Um, and that was my goal. And now that we've built this here, I want to share it because it's, uh, it's done such special things for our family, being able to really have a tight community. That's what I want every parent's experience to be. Wow. I mean, and in these days where so many people feel isolated um, and not connected to a community, you know, they, they, maybe they go to a children's museum for a kid event, but then they leave and they feel just as isolated as they did before. Yes. Yes. This this is this is creating meaningful connections um, through arguably the, the, the most important thing in our lives, right? Which is our children. That's our goal. That's what we're here for. <laughs> um, now, how many kids do you have? I have one. Okay. Yeah. One and done, or where do you think you'd want to, you know, court and tempt fate with a second? Ooh, what, Ooh. A, what, a, what a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we shall see. We shall yeah, see. Stay, stay, stay tuned to that chapter. Well, as I, as I often tell my brothers, one should never have more children than you have hands to slap them with. Um, <laughs> so I have two. <laughs> I have one brother who had four, and he said, well, but there's four hands. There's my two hands and my wife's two hands, so we're so good. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, well, then I guess both of our books are still open. 
right? <laughs> uh, no, I'm considerably older than you. This factory is closed, darling. <laughs> the only way I'm getting more children is my children give me grandbabies. <laughs> uh, which, as my mom will say, is one of the great blessings in life. So it's a good chapter yet to be written. Love it. Love it. So it, it, I, most of my listeners are going to be in the Foothills area up here in Glendale, La Cañada, La Crescenta, um, and some in Northeast Los Angeles. Are there, are there going like communities that meet in real life, like, you know, face to face? That, that are part of the WANA network? There are two playgroups um, hosted by WANA that are sponsored in your area. One of them um, is for the La Crescenta Valley, and then one of them is for Eastside Los Angeles. Excellent. Yeah, and you can find either of those through the website, wanafam.ly, um, or through our Facebook um, page, and you can find all the groups through the Facebook page. And that is the best place to start. Um, Eastside LA is the largest of the two. And then La Crescenta um, Valley region is growing. And we like to get together as often as we can. Well, that's fantastic. What, an, what a wonderful resource for families in, in, in the region. Um, I can't imagine that being able to have babysitting and to be plugged into a network of like-minded families couldn't make you feel like you love your digs more, which is the whole point of this podcast. See how I did that? And I worked that in there. <laughs> so Erin, uh, besides getting, uh, getting, downloading your app, which I'm assuming is in Google Play as well as the uh, Apple Store? Um, it'll be in Google Play and Apple Store probably next summer. Right now we're based online. Um, okay. Yeah, and we do, and you can do all the coordination. You don't have to download anything, is what I say. There's lots of stuff on your phone already. You can get it from your mobile or your desktop. Is there any other way that people should know how to get a hold of you other than wannafam.ly? The Facebook page is a great place to reach out because it's super easy to remember. If you look for Wana Family Network on Facebook, then you've got direct messaging to me, um, access to all the latest news and the places that will be, and a link to the platform to get your free babysitting on. Well, that is fantastic. Erin, uh, thank you so much for being on my podcast. I look forward to seeing you around town and hearing how WANA is developing. And maybe we'll have you come back on when you launch the next iteration. Um, I kind of know what it's going to be, and it's just flat freaking exciting. <laughs> um, so maybe we'll have you back on when we get to that point and launch that live. I love it. And we will be out there uh, hanging out with all the families in your digs. Woohoo! That's it for this episode of Love Your Digs. Stay tuned for next week's episode where we continue to bring you the resources, the services, and the information that you need to love your digs more. See you around town. 